Good morning. Thanks for listening to The Daily Buzz. I'm Aaron Falk, sports editor of the Salt Lake Tribune. After reaching record highs for COVID cases last week, the average COVID-19 infection rates in Utah continue to decline this week. Health officials report nearly 7,500 new cases yesterday. The decline comes with a caveat, however. State officials have urged Utahns to forego testing because of a shortage of tests. Meanwhile, Wednesday set a new high for COVID-induced hospitalizations. Utah's hospitals are now treating a record 776 COVID-19 patients, scores higher than the peak in December 2020, which was 606 patients. Amid the ongoing surge of Omicron cases, Salt Lake City and Granite School Districts sent out an SOS for substitute school teachers. As the Trib's Connor Sanders reported, both school systems are currently only able to fill around half of their teachers' requests for subs. A partnership between the school districts and the Salt Lake Chamber is looking to businesses to allow their employees the opportunity to fill educator gaps in Utah's classrooms. An unusual item popped up recently on the state's public procurement website looking for bids. It turns out the estimated $260,000 project is for security buildings on Governor Spencer Cox's property in Fairview. The Tribune's Grant Burningham and Brian Schott talk about where the money came from and what makes the budget item unusual. I'm the State Watch Editor, Grant Burningham, and with me now is Brian Schott, our political reporter. Brian, why don't you tell me a little bit about this story about Spencer Cox's security being upgraded in Fairview? This this is a very interesting story because it certainly looks like the legislature and the executive branch and the Department of Public Safety have gone out of their way to not let people know what they're doing. Uh, They're saying that uh, this is related to security for the executive branch. So they really haven't been forthcoming with a lot of information. Um, I came across some documents on the state's public procurement website. What they said, it was for a security project in Fairview. That seems fine, you know, it's, it's for the Department of Public Safety. But when you look into it, there are plans, there's drawings, there's blueprints for a security building, a permanent security building on Governor Spencer Cox's property in Fairview. This is going to house his security detail. Apparently, they've been staying in a trailer when he goes home uh, because they they need a place to stay and they're not going to put him inside their own house. Uh, So they're going to build, it was initially described to me as sort of a tough shed. It's about 320 square feet. It's got office space, a little kitchenette, uh, a bathroom, a shower, a place to sleep. Um, These are actually scaled back quite a bit from the original plans, which looked like a guest house on his property. Um, There is also reference to future installations. There's going to be a wrought iron fence six feet tall across the front of his property that faces the street and then a six foot tall chain link fence around the rest of the property. There's gonna be some iron lift gates, uh, security monitoring equipment, essentially turning it into a fortress. Um, this is going to be paid for with taxpayer money. So I, w- I was looking at that and I decided to ask, where's the money going to come from? And I started looking at the budget and it's not in the budget. It's not detailed anywhere in the budget. The only thing that I noticed is that last year, the, the special ops department in the Department of Pub- Public Safety, which is responsible for the pr- protection of, of Capitol Hill, they boosted the funding for that last year under a bill called SB 222. And at the time, that bill, the the appropriation of the bill, 
I was led to believe, and this is part of it, is that there is a permanent security detail now for Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson. She got that shortly after they won the election because of a verified threat. So you look at the ongoing money and it adds about $680,000 a year to the budget for that full-time security detail. There's also a $500,000 one-time appropriation. You look into the bill, it says that they're gonna provide security and equipment for the Capitol Hill complex. Um, And so you're thinking, fine. Well, you start to put two and two together and it certainly looks like this $500,000 one-time appropriation was going to be used for uh, improvements and, and, and building security features on Governor Spencer Cox's personal property in Fairview. So I decided to ask around and I finally got Don Epson, Senator Don Epson, who was the sponsor of SB 222, to admit to me that the $500,000 was to pay for those improvements on the governor's property. But they didn't want anyone to know. I went through every second of public testimony about the bill from last year, not a single mention of this use. So the question remains, how did it get in there? I have no idea, but it was dropped in at some point and they didn't tell anybody about it. And really quick, Brian, what was the response when you reached out to the governor's office? They gave me a two sentence statement from his spokesperson that said, The project is the result of recommendations by the Department of Public Safety. In light of security concerns, we can't offer further information. Okay, so this need was never expressed publicly. It was never in a committee. It was never during floor debate. It was all led to believe, and if you read the bill, it talks about the Capitol complex, securing the Capitol complex, providing security for people in the executive branch and the legislature. The bill never says that they were going to take $500,000 of taxpayer money and use it on on the the governor's farm. All right, Brian, very interesting story. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. It's troubling to me that no one will answer questions about this and people do need to answer how this was approved, where it came from and what their reasoning behind it was. All right, thank you very much. Sure. Utah lawmakers are working to eliminate fines from the juvenile justice system, joining a growing number of states like Colorado and New Mexico that have abolished court-ordered fees as a form of punishment for youths. But doing so would come with a price tag. Revenue from the fines, to the tune of more than $700,000, fund rehabilitative programs for young people. The Senate bill unanimously passed a committee vote on Tuesday. And a final item, the Biden administration has started mailing out rapid COVID-19 tests to households that request them. If you haven't already, you can sign up for four free tests at covidtests.gov. Thanks to the Tribune's Joel Cardenas for editing the Daily Buzz podcast. And a big shout out to Salt Lake City Zone, the Pelicans, for our music. So have a good day, folks.